0: Hi, I'm Adriana Galinet, your embodiment and relationship coach, and this is my podcast. I spend most of my time reconnecting relationships, diving deep between the land of energy, and helping those couples, you know, ignite that spark back in the bedroom. This podcast is for the universal, spellbinding people who love a little woo-woo and the thunder of truth. You're listening to Love, Sex, and Energy. Let's jump in. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Love, Sex and Energy. I'm your host, Adriana Galinek, and today we're going into a little bit deeper into my life and that changing moment for me. So as you know, in earlier episodes, if you don't know, look back at, I think it's my story episode about you know what's happened and where I am today how how I actually got here and I wanted to talk a little bit more about the life-changing moment for me when after my divorce it was really tough right so imagine you're at rock bottom and you don't know how to pick yourself back up again and that moment of what next what do I do now? The unpredictability of your routine in your life. You're like, you think you've got things sorted and then all of a sudden you don't. And I remember going through this phase where as my body was saying no, but my mind was saying, you're not going to let this win. You're right. So I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm so tired. I'm emotionally exhausted. I don't want to look at anyone. Don't want to see anybody. But you know I think all the professional development that I've done over the years has really got me going well I'm in control of the way I see life and the way I need to do and move through things and I've been I've been exercising the muscle in my brain for years about how I can be the best version of myself And I remember every February, my birthday, birthday month, I take myself out and um, it's become a bit of a routine where I buy myself some jewellery, often in my favourite crystal store, we go into St Kilda, we dance a Latin festival, and we have an amazing time. And that's something that I've always done for my birthday. And then I kind of was not saying no to anything you know i was speaking about my body surrendering i was i was at a point in my life where i just completely surrendered and said well i've already hit rock bottom the only way is up like you can't not get any worse than what it was so i was trying to find out and figure out how i can still be happy on the outside and pick myself up when i had no idea about how i was going to pay my bills I didn't know whether um, I was going to have a roof over my head, a car to drive, how I was going to feed my five kids, go to work, show up at work, because I know I had to, to maintain all those things and function like a normal human, when all you want to do is stay in bed. And I remember one one day I was walking to my office, and my head was down, and I don't even think I even ate that day. And I was just like, this, this is this feeling of hardship where... You felt sad. I guess I felt ripped off in my life, like feeling of this is bullshit. Like, I've worked so hard as a mum, as a wife, I dedicated so much of me. Why am I allowing him to win? Like, literally, why am I allowing him to win? And it was that turning point where I thought to myself, you're not going to win. You may have left me, you might not have loved me, you might have moved on, but I deserve better than that. I am better than that. I'm an amazing human. And I remember that kind of unfolded where I was writing my my name on the board and, and my affirmations on there and, you know, saying that I am beautiful. So I was writing all these things that obviously that what I was not feeling about myself to counteract what I was feeling about myself. And that was like, I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am a funny mum, I am a great mum. And so forth. Like it was really, really painstaking, but I was like, no, I'm going to fight this because I deserve to be happy. And I remember that I don't even know how this all kind of unfolded. You know, when you surrender to the universe and you let the universe take over. I managed to go to Las Vegas. I know. I managed to go to Fiji in that year. I went to Brisbane twice, meet my family, hang out with my family up there. I went to Northern Territory, I went to Darwin, I went to Bali, I don't even know how I managed to even do that with the time limit that I had to be quite honest, right, so it just shows you that when your focus is on I can do anything, it literally was a year of I can do anything, but what hit me was I went to a professional development for a company in Vegas and it was just amazing, I was with amazing humans that were just beautiful happy you know they had no idea my life was falling apart behind me but you know I have picked myself up to live the best life that I could at that time the best version of myself that I could perhaps mask it a little bit more but it was just nice to have that freedom of this is what my life is going to look like on my own and to know that I had my back uh, more than anything and I remember sitting down and we had guest speakers amazing guest speakers we had Mel Robbins which I was fortunate enough to listen to and I had this amazing human called Rachel Hollis and she is she turned my life around she was I I felt like I was in that room and she just spoke to me she was looking in my eyes I was like so far back she wasn't looking in my eyes but it felt like she was looking into my eyes and just sitting down having a coffee and having a chat with me that I cried so hard that my friend um Danny turned around she goes are you okay and I just said I've never been happier like she made me feel like this I was going to be okay and since then I have listened to her podcast every single week read all her books follow all her gratitude work because not only is she this amazing she was an amazing keynote speaker of the weekend that we were there but she was someone who helped me get out of a really hard time And believed in myself and she's a mum with four kids that loved to work and and always felt guilty about working because that's how people made her feel and I really resonated with that because my life as much as I love and adore my kids was not to be a stay-at-home mum just rocking in the corner and I have so much admiration for mums that can do that and at a day-to-day basis but I know that I was destined for more and it's not saying that you're not destined for more that's not what I mean at all I mean I I stayed at home for many 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 years but it was the time where I've said okay enough it's okay that I want to achieve things it's okay that I want to be successful it's okay that I want to run my own business it's okay x y and z so it was that turning pivotal point point. And um, the book that she released, if you want to go and uh, read it, it's absolutely amazing. It's called Girls Stop Apologizing. And I realized a lot of things in my life was always apologizing for being me, apologizing for, you know, being fun and spontaneous, apologizing for wanting to be the best mum that I could, apologizing to my friends and family for minor things. I was always apologizing, trying to be the best version of what they wanted me to be. And it was not their fault it was just the way I looked at myself and I guess I processed that over the years by not being able to speak up for myself and those my family will say Adriana you're the most person that's ever spoken you know up for themselves but there was a time in my life and that would have been when I had kids where I just completely stopped my coping mechanism was about how I could function as a human without not having control that my child's not sleeping or Um, how to reconnect myself back in the bedroom or um, get myself through another cheating scandal that my husband did when we were together. It just fucking broke me. And throughout life, you kind of start crumbling away and you go back into your coping mechanisms to be the best version of yourself because that's all you know and then when you step out of the big world and life has happened and you're by yourself and you've hit rock bottom there are two ways there are two opportunities you can follow the walk and blame and get upset and get angry because you have every right to but at some point in your life you need to make a decision to move on and say you know what i'm worth it i'm worth more than this and i'm not going to put this negative energy into feeling bad about myself i'm going to use all this energy to say how amazing i actually am and how i can achieve this and i remember i was in vegas and i took every opportunity to you know women were going to sleep because we had another you know thing in the morning and i was at the country bar And I was drinking whiskey and dancing and singing, just being part of the furniture and did that to three o'clock in the morning, got up at seven and and keep going because I wanted to seize the moment. I wanted to seize every opportunity that I had because I knew that I was relying on myself to live my best life. It was not up to my ex-husband. It was not up to my kids. It was not up to my family. It was up to me. It was up to me to say, this is how I want to live, this is how I want to feel every single day. The shit days, the angry days, they could have really outweighed everything in my life. My life would have been totally different, I probably wouldn't have found my amazing partner Mark and you know he gave me such an amazing chance in my life to be the best version of myself and still loves my craziness and kookiness and you know we get excited just to go out for dinner and I get dressed up and he said are you are you happy are you you, you know we're just going out to here and I said I'm so freaking excited because every opportunity who knows when it might be our last opportunity it's hard to leave your best life if you've always got this shadow over you that you can't do it but I'm telling you and having lived through it that you can you know um retraining your thoughts your thought powers and and living your best life is so important and trying to seize every opportunity. You know, um, I remember we went to Darwin and that was on the whim because it was my anniversary of my, um, I I guess, my my old wedding anniversary. Um, And my girlfriends were the absolute best. They took me to Darwin because why we've never been there and to what the heck are we gonna do there? And let's just take our mind away. Of thinking about you know my wedding anniversary and i remember swimming with the bloody crocodiles yep i'm like no 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 joke like we put our hands up just stupidly um but i love um sim she was amazing she's helped me she did it with me she was by my side i said yep let's go and see the crocodiles get fed while we got dipped immersed into a tank If you go on my socials, there's some pictures up there about me trying to frolic in the the tank of crocodiles. It was exhilarating and exciting and fun and fearful. And I thought, I'm going to face my fears because really the whole year was dedicated to facing my fears. And um, the Girl, Girl, Stop Apologising book from Rachel Hollis was indicative to pushing me on to be the best version of myself. Like I said, highly recommend it. So I got to do these amazing things and I continued doing that. And I remember I come home around that time and I I was living still in my family home um, because I was quite comfortable. I didn't want change for my kids. And then I remember going, um, I woke up one day and I go, I don't want to be here anymore. I do not want to be reminded I don't want to see things I don't want to feel things around that Um, not because I didn't process them or not avoiding them it just I was ready to make a new life for myself and a new change for myself and the kids and I told them that you know I'm, I'm always transparent with my kids and they were like teary and this is our family you know doing the whole guilty thing which they had every right to because it's their family home but i just told them that there is so much more exciting things waiting for us that we can do it together and they were on the bandwagon and you know now my teenagers are they're getting older i mean my oldest is almost 16 and you know to go back all those years ago and go gosh they were so young and they were just amazing absolutely amazing so if you're going through anything like that or feeling like there is no um, rainbow on the other side there is always a rainbow it's just the choice that you've made are you going to sit into it are you going to marinate in the uncomfortable feeling of life is over which you have every right to, to to some point to some point i'll give you some merits but at some point you need to be able to move on and live your best life and not feel guilty about it. I don't know how that's going to go across to anyone and hopefully it reaches somebody that that might be going through a turning point in their life. I just let you know that there is life at the end of the tunnel after a divorce and life is brighter on the other side if you choose it to be. That's it for me for another episode of Love, Sex and Energy and um, I will chat to you guys later. Bye. And that's it for another episode of Love, Sex, and Energy. Connect on all socials at Adriana Gullinick. Hit the follow button, share with friends, and if you have some time, write a review. As they say, the energy flows in universal ways, so always remember to shine bright. Till next time, see ya.